You got to go through the same steps to get it. Uh, are we live now? Yeah, we are. Well, then I don't need to ask you stupid questions in front of everybody and do it. <laughs> uh, often they say the stupidest question is the one unasked. And one that ain't asked, that's right. <laughs> All right, good evening, folks. It's so good to see you. Uh, whether you're joining us on uh, Facebook, I know our normal time is about 5 o'clock, but uh, many of y'all know from uh, last week um, that uh, Sister Jenny has been in the hospital. This is uh, Brother Doug's wife. Praise the Lord. She's doing uh, better. a lot better than she was last week. Not doing good, but she's doing better. Yep, and uh, she's in a regular room now. Yeah. So uh, we're recording a little bit early. That way he can go over there and uh, be with her. And uh, we still covet your prayers, appreciate them. And uh, so tonight, we're going to get kicked off with an old song. You ever heard of somebody called the Buckaroos? Buck Owens. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's favorite. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, you just this... go down Watermelon Park and listen to uh, the Buck Owens and, and the Buckaroos down there all the time. Yeah. So this is one of his songs. It's called Dust on Mother's Bible. That's a good one.
Well, tonight, folks, we are continuing in our study on the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, tonight, the aspect that we're going to be dealing with is that of meekness. Mm -hmm. Meekness. So, uh, Brother, why don't you kick us off? Well, the world believes meekness is weakness. Mm. But the Bible clearly teaches that it's strength, but it's under control. A meek person is thought by the world to be someone who is pushed around easily or too timid to defend himself. But the truth of the matter is that a meek person is usually much stronger than the world uh, even thinks and, and it has a lot of power, but it's just under control. And this in itself is a strength because the world will underestimate the Christian and be taken by surprise by the gospel. Mm. Uh, Jesus was meek. And he said that he could call a legion of angels to come to his aid on the cross and end his suffering. But he didn't. That's right. And it's a good thing for us that he didn't. Uh, Hebrews 12, 2 says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Now, brother, that's strength under control. And that's what it means to be meek when the Bible speaks of meekness. Amen. In fact, nine times you can find the word meekness throughout the Bible, both in the Old and the New Testament, and in both the Greek and the Hebrew, nowhere does it indicate a form of weakness, but instead uh, gentleness or humility. You know, the, word, the world uh, considers meekness as docile or overly compliant, uh, even spiritless, brother, or, or deficient in courage, and nothing could be further from the truth about spiritual meekness. Mm-hmm. Now, Moses was an excellent example uh, of meekness himself. You don't, you don't find him uh, complaining to God about um, those who were aggravating him, which was usually his own family. You know, he, he simply bared that burden and tried to take care of the problem uh, himself. And those he helped mostly didn't realize the pressure that Moses faced on their behalf. Mm. And another place we see where Moses were, was himself was, was so... Uh, tied up trying to help everyone else solve their problems that it was starting to uh, take toll on himself. And neither of these cases, uh, they're, neither one of them is a character of uh, timidity or, or letting people run over them. It was a, a powerful demonstration of strength under control that was well beyond that which most people could endure. Well, notice, brother, in both of those instances, he showed long-suffering, and meekness because of his love for them and the Lord. Yeah, you know, it's hard for the, uh, the flesh to be meek for very long. <clears throat> we got spurts of it, you know. But sooner or later, our emotions will soon give way to uh, doing so in order to receive some benefit for, for itself. Uh, that's why it's a spiritual gift. And, and being a spiritual gift that can only be produced by the Holy Spirit that is in us. And then, only as we push the flesh and its motives aside. <clears throat> well, this is the absolute key to tapping into the power we have through the Holy Ghost. We must defeat the flesh and let the Spirit prevail. Now, spiritual meekness is an attribute that's willing to share and sacrifice uh, self on the behalf of others. Uh, it's the, the exact opposite for the world uh, who serves uh, others only to get dominion or some other worldly benefit for themselves. Spiritual meekness 
doesn't back down from biblical conviction or, or principles, and it doesn't mean that we surrender our rights. Mm. Well, brother, look at Paul. Uh, he was beaten numerous times, um, imprisoned. Why? Because of his love toward others, as well as his unwavering boldness uh, to preach the gospel. And in all that, brother, he never backed down. You know, it involves denying ourselves and being moved uh, to action on behalf of, of somebody else or, or of others. Sometimes that puts us, well, puts kind of puts us in uh, odds with uh, uh, some others, but even then, we're not to back down uh, in a corner somewhere and just let it pass. In fact, 1 Corinthians 16, 13 tells us this, watch ye stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, and be strong. And, and brother, what he's saying there uh, is, is to act manly, to man up, to stand strong in the faith. Yeah. You know, we, as Christians, we must tell uh, the truth gently and firmly so that those we're talking to can be set free. Mm -hmm. If we're not willing to do it, then who will go? Well, ain't that the truth. What if the one who told you about Jesus had thrown in the towel and sat in the corner sucking his thumb, brother? Well, I've been busting hell wide open today. That's what would happen to me. And, and folks, the, the song we sing, we sing Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. And the Bible does not tell us to uh, stay there Stay therefore. It says, go ye therefore. That's right. Uh, folks, we're supposed to be standing on the promises, not just sitting on the premises. <laughs> Amen. Amen. An old boy said one time that, uh, uh, that, we're, that God didn't design us to sit soaking sour. <laughs> uh, meekness is a condition of submissiveness, mm -hmm. but not to the flesh, but to the Holy Spirit that's in us. It allows us to put others first when it's being produced uh, by the Holy Spirit through us. It's the natural reaction uh, then to uh, have these characteristics of gentleness and goodness uh, by being concerned for others. It has nothing to do with weakness at all and, and is actually the manifestation of strength that is disciplined in the interest of spiritual principles that we hold dear and our desire for others to have the same opportunity to receive them as we have. Mm. When persecutions and trials and uh, other challenges come to the world, they normally respond with fear, anger, and aggression <clears throat> towards source. We see the worldly response in the cases of the riots and looting and burning places that actually had nothing to do with the actual event that uh, supposedly caused the problem this past summer. Well, brother, that's because pure <clears throat> hatred is not discriminatory as to who it harms, whether innocent or guilty. Pure hatred is simply out for blood and it doesn't care whose it is. You know, we also see the uh, spiritual response uh, of meekness toward the problem by those folks who calmly ask for investigation and justice for the act, as well as some of the, actually some of the parents, some of the brothers and sisters of the victims. Uh, Ask for forgiveness and healing for all that were involved. And that's, that's meekness, brother. Oh, yeah. Romans 12, 17 tells us, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. You know, they, 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 those in, uh, in, in these riots and stuff last summer, and, and some still going on today, 
they absolutely no leg to stand on spiritually for doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, none at all. You know, spiritual meekness denies the flesh uh, the authority to react in what would be a natural and sinful way that it's normally accustomed to, and it puts the spirit in charge. But that's kind of like uh, not only praying for the innocent, but also for the guilty. You know, we think about all these awful things that are going on, and we always say, well, pray for those that were affected. Pray for this. We need to pray for those that done it, too. They need Jesus Christ just as much. Amen. You know, brother, if there's anybody that's, that's hurt any worse than the family of the victims, it's the family of the one who actually took the life or, or, or did the bad deed against someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and everybody needs to be for, exhibit this spirit of meekness and, and forgive each other and, and, get, and get along, you know. Uh, indeed, this is uh, the spiritual inner strength that's not found in the world uh, through the flesh. Uh, spiritual meekness finds its roots in godly long-suffering and obedience to the Holy Spirit found in uh, and us through the acceptance of Christ. Its main concern is with the edifying of our brothers and sisters rather than the justifying of the flesh. Mm. <clears throat> Brother, you know, it approaches them out of a, a spirit of love and this meekness, not out of, not out of malice. In fact, the Bible tells us, uh, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, Go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. The whole, the whole meaning behind that is to repair that relationship. Not to go in there like a wrecking ball and absolutely demolish and destroy what could have been rebuilt. Yeah, uh, especially when it's involved in, when this, the church is involved. Mm -hmm. Because anything that, that uh, divides us uh, also cancels out much of the power that we have through the Holy Spirit in unity. Mm. Uh, you know, brethren who are always responding uh, to things by blaming others haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to produce meekness uh, in them. A strong leader, for example, uh, is one who has uh, learned the, the reproach of others at, uh, at times and, uh, and, then, and, then, and then bared it himself uh, so that the gospel might be preached uh, and his Christian witness showed to those who rail against him. Mm. Even when a Christian has every right to respond to his attackers uh, negatively, a Christian with the spirit, the spiritual quality of meekness, operating down in their spirit, uh, chooses to be silent instead. Well, we don't often realize that the world, brother, will provoke us just to see how we'll react. Well, amen. I've done that myself. You know, let's just see where the chips fall. <laughs> let's throw it actually, throw it up against the wall, see what sticks. You know? yeah. See what this guy going to do. You know, the world response to adversity is to seek dominance and and uh, and crush the opposition. That's the way of the world. You see, Galatians six one though says, "Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted." See, that's what the Bible says about it. the world says. I'm going to get you so good that you won't be able to get me back. But the Bible warns about that kind of attitude. It says, hey, you need to do it in a spirit of meekness and check yourself lest you be tempted as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've, I've had a guy, I've got a good friend of mine who says, uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't get, uh, says I don't get mad, I get even. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, not hard with a Christian response to no. that. You know, uh, it isn't the meek isn't that the meek isn't capable of responding uh, 
like the world and causing injury to others, uh, one with a spirit, spiritual quality of meekness chooses not to. Uh, meekness is a, is a great strength spiritually that chooses love over adversity or anger. And, and it shows God's love to others by bearing another person's burden uh, in silence. Well, brother, to get angry and to fly off the handle is easy. In fact, it is the default setting in our flesh. That's just default. Yeah. You ain't got to program that. That's there already. Um, the Bible tells us that we can be angry and without sinning. And we accomplish this through meekness. It says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, uh, or go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. So, brother, when we fly off the handle and we cut loose and you know we just let her rip tater chip as the old saying goes we give place to the devil in that and he will take and use that to cause more harm in what we might have said or done out of anger as opposed to approaching in a spirit of meekness and trying to resolve Amen. it. Amen. You know brother we was talking uh, all like a few days ago uh, about, about that same thing how uh, how we we uh, we do that and and just just mess up everything. It's uh, it's it's not for us to, to be angry. What, it, what when we get you know the, the devil the devil can't get into you at all. The only way that the devil can influence you is if you invite him in or allow him in through one of the, one of many things. And one of those things is anger. Uh, when when you when you get angry at someone. But you're you're saying here, devil, I'm I'm ready now. Come come and come and come and use this anger to, to just tear up tear up the church and, and bring havoc to everything. You know, uh, meekness for the Christian uh, is more than just a work. Uh, it's an attitude that's produced by the Spirit as well. The the attitude of a of a, of a Christian who has meekness working for them will uh, have an attitude that allows him to accept the will of God and work that to fulfill God's desire. Mm. As you stated earlier, brother, the only way that we can be meek is by submitting ourselves unto God. James 4, 7 tells us, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee. Uh, the world can't do that, however. It is irresistible to the devil and his wiles. Why? Because they have no means to resist. You don't have no weapons. No. You know, The world, who is ruled by the flesh, seeks to fulfill the desires of the flesh, and that's the opposite of meekness produced by the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, meekness is an attitude that often gets lost in a dog-eat-dog -dog survival of the fittest culture where we find ourselves in today. Mm. You know, I heard a, a quote here recently that said this, and it was, it was from an old-time kind of bad guy. And this was his mentality. The weak are merely food for the strong. The strong live the weak die. You know, unfortunately, the guy's right. You know, oftentimes, at least in the world, that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. You know, in uh, uh, in the uh, in the church, in the in the spiritual, in the spirit, we're to bear each other's burdens and edify each other, brand and and uh, build each other up. Uh, the other in the world, they're just the opposite. They do everything they can to tear you down mm -hmm. so that they can be top dog. You know. Uh, yet it's, you know, it's an absolute necessity for the Christian to have all the fruit in order to walk in the Spirit. Uh, this would explain the condition of many churches today. 
that serve uh, themselves rather than others who so desperately need the Lord's guidance. It mm-hmm. seems like everything is to so that we may grow, that we may get more of a treasure, that we can do this and we can do that when we ought to be uh, ministering to others. That's what God has sent us here, set us here to do. You know. The Bible says, or not the Bible says, the, there's a song out there that says, if we are the body, why aren't his hands reaching? Why aren't his feet going? Uh, if we are the body, then why isn't it on the move? Yeah, exactly right. You know? Uh, you know, the, the faith we have in Christ is that it's a, a living religion. It's a living faith. Mm-hmm. You know, We serve a living God, not one that's made with hands or Amen. buried somewhere in a tomb somewhere. And, and uh, you can go in and look at your bones. Our, our God has risen from the dead and sits on the right hand of the Father forever making intercession for us. That's right. You know, I, I find churches today uh, being more so in competition with one another uh, when that aggression should be turned to preaching, teaching, and baptizing converts after they show them that they need that they need Christ. Mm. Uh, the prevailing method of today for church membership seems to be to act and look more like the world, so that the church can be more palatable and accepting. The meekness we have in the spirit is not to look more like the world, but to act more like Christ. Mm. Uh, we shouldn't try to identify right. with the world. We should try to look more like Christ and gently and firmly tell them the truth of the gospel so that they can be set free. Uh, and that's what spiritual meekness looks like. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 too, not to be conformed. It says, but be not conformed to this world. But instead, brother, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah, amen. You know, if a church is to lead the way it's got to do it in meekness. As Christians, we have an awesome power through the Holy Spirit. But rather, you know, to see, to corral, and to use it to corral and enforce an issue, we should be striving uh, to holding the power in check to serve the higher power, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're to strive to do His will. Not his will according to Doug or his will according to Kyle. But now, Lord, I hope not. His will. Yeah, amen. Uh, Jesus is our example for that, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to follow him concerning meekness. He, he was and is all-powerful, yet he, he chose not to use it in the interest of man's redemption through his blood because it was the will of the Father. Well, as we said earlier, Hebrews 12, 2, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Amen. You know, when a Christian can exhibit the spiritual quality of meekness, uh, it cancels out a lot of heartaches and allows him to enjoy life on this earth just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. When we are able to allow God to level the playing field for us and, and take vengeance on our enemies instead of doing it ourselves, it relieves the anxiety of day-to-day life uh, for us here on earth. Mm. Listen, brother, Satan will do his level best to incite fear through anger, selfishness, anxiety, all so that he can disrupt a Christian's growth in the fruit of the Spirit. In doing so, he can then allow it to seep into the church. Why? Because as we said, we are the body. Yeah. And cause strivings and division, leading to an ununified church that is spiritually stuck in the mud. Yeah. And we can avoid this, brother, if we deny our flesh and fill our minds, which is the 
battleground, brother, the battleground with God's word and praise. Doing so will allow the Holy Spirit to produce that attitude of meekness. You know, folks, if, if you're listening to this broadcast and, and you don't have Jesus Christ, uh, first of all, you've got you to know that's, that it's our wholehearted desire for you to receive him. Without Christ, you're wandering around in the dark with no weapons to fight off the devil or his demons. Uh, but, but you can change that uh, right now, wherever you're at, whatever country you're at, wherever state you're at. Uh, first of all, you need to realize that without Christ, you are lost. And that you're without hope of ever going to heaven on your own. But Jesus came and paid your sin debt, making it possible to be restored unto the Father through the sacrifice he made of himself on the cross. So admit that you're a sinner and need Christ. And then believe that he died and was resurrected on your behalf. And then confess him as your Savior by repenting of your sins and asking Jesus to come into your heart or into your inner man and save your soul. If you do your part by doing those three things, Jesus will do his part by saving your soul and even sending his spirit into your spirit to be an earnest of his willingness to bring you into a relationship with him. So, folks, won't you do that today? Admit that you're a sinner. Believe Jesus paid your debt for sin. Then confess him as your savior by turning away from sin and asking him to save your soul. Brothers, he will. Amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Only one way, folks. Have thine own way. That's through Jesus Christ. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Let his Holy Spirit take me. prayer for you today that today be the day that you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. And then you can receive all the things that we've been telling you about for the last almost a year now. Amen. Amen it is. If it's not right out of year, brother, we're coming right up on it in the next next week or next so. Next couple weeks, yeah. One year being on the airwaves. So we uh, started out on Facebook and uh, headed over to YouTube and then with uh, Anchor FM, and yeah, since then Anchor FM and and all their support and y'all's prayers and and the Lord have carried it Amen. all across the world, yeah, all across the world. And so we thank you for listening. And look, of all this, if you've listened to anything we've said in the last year, 
Um, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, why wait? Yeah. Why wait? Make that decision for him before it's too late. Uh, that, that time will come all but too quick. Yeah. And then it is too late. And next week we have temperance, the last of the fruit of the Spirit, last yep, part yep. or a characteristic of the fruit. And we're needing some questions from you folks that we can answer. Um, maybe something you want to know for a long time and just been afraid to answer. Well, let her rip. We'll give it a shot. You know. Like I said, the, the stupidest question is the one unasked. That's exactly right. Exactly so right. Jesus himself said, you have not because you ask not. That's right. So, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find. Yep. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. It always implies taking that first step. That's right. That's right. So, whatever your question may be, uh, you can message us on Facebook. You can uh, email us at lbcroundtable at gmail.com. Uh, or if you'd like, in the comments on our podcast or on our YouTube page, feel free to leave a question. Can they, can they do it on our website as well? Not yet. Not yet, but there's coming, right? I'll talk to Mr. Brother John about that, see yeah. if that's a possibility. Yeah. All right. Well, you can check us out. Uh, we have a, a new a new location website, if you will, that will give you access to every one of our uh, links. Uh, you can go to l-b-c.org and, and check that out. All right. Again, if you're watching us on YouTube... Uh, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, push the bell for notifications. Facebook, hit that love button, share it. Helps the word get out. And then, if you're on podcast, like it, favorite it, share the link. Yeah, amen. All right. And so, uh, again, we, we love each and every one of you. And we definitely, definitely thank you for your prayers. So this time, we're going to go to the Lord in word of prayer. All right. All right. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so thankful. Uh, Lord, wow, what, what an amazing, amazing blessing you have bestowed upon us, Lord, for uh, nearly a year now to be able to broadcast your word on the air. Uh, Father, I pray that those that are listening apply it to their heart. Lord, our, our complete desire is that if one doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, that, Lord, through hearing the gospel in this broadcast, they would put their faith and trust in you and become a child of the King. Father, before it is too late, Lord, there's going to come a day when no more excuse. And Father, I pray that they are ready for that day. Lord, your children, uh, Father, that have put their faith and trust in you. Lord, this world beats us down, drags us through the mud, uh, just weighs heavy on us, Lord. And we deal with things on a day-to-day -day basis, Father. And if there's one that's listening that is struggling, Lord, whatever it may be, whether it be uh, physically, mentally Spiritually, Lord, we just ask that you would, uh, Lord, just let these words be in a word of encouragement, Lord, that it would pick them up and help to strengthen them uh, to continue on, Lord. Father, uh, again, we just lift up Sister Jenny in prayer. Uh, Lord, just asking for your hand of healing to be upon her. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the progress thus far, and we thank you for the progress yet to come, Lord, because we know you're the great physician. Lord, as we close tonight, uh, Father, none of this would be possible and all would be in vain if it were not for Jesus Christ. And it's in his precious name we pray. Amen. Catch you next week. Yes.
Catch you next week.